Act Three. Good Signor Angelo, you must excuse us all. My wife is shrewish when I keep not ours. Say that I lingered with you at your shop to see the making of her carcinet, and that tomorrow you will bring it home. But here's a villain that would face me down he met me on the mart, and that I beat him and charged him with a thousand marks in gold, and that I did deny my wife and house. Thou drunkard thou, what didst thou mean by this? Say what you will, sir, but I know what I know, that you beat me at the mart. I have your hand to show. If the skin were parchment and the blows you gave were ink, your own handwriting would tell you what I think. I think thou art an ass. Mary, so it doth appear by the wrongs I suffer and the blows I bear. I should kick being kicked, and being at that pass, you would keep from my heels and beware of an ass. You're sad, Signor Balthazar. Pray God our cheer may answer my goodwill and your good welcome here. I hold your dainties cheap, sir, and your welcome dear. Oh, Signor Balthazar, either at flesh or fish, a table full of welcome makes scarce one dainty dish. Good meat, sir, is common. That every churl affords. And welcome more common, for that's nothing but words. Small cheer and great welcome makes a merry feast. And to a niggardly host and more sparing guest... But though my cates be mean, take them in good part. Better cheer may you have, but not with better heart. But soft, my, my door is locked. Go bid them let us in. Maud, Bridget, Marion, Cecil, Jillian, Jen. Mom, Mom's horse, Capon, Coxcomb, Idiot, Thatch. Either get thee from the door or sit down at the hatch. Dost thou conjure for wenches that thou calls for such a store? When one is one too many, go get thee from the door. What patches made our porter? My master stays in the street. Let him walk from whence he came, lest he catch gold on his feet. Who talks with him there? Ho, open the door. Right, sir. I'll tell you when, and you tell me wherefore. Wherefore? For my dinner. I have not dined today. Nor today here you must not. Come again when you may. What art thou that keepest me out from the house I owe? The porter for this time, sir, and my name is Dromeo. Oh, villain, thou hast stolen both mine office and my name. Oh, the one there got me credit, the other mickle blame. If thou hadst been Dromeo today at my place, thou wouldst have changed thy face for a name or thy name for an ass. What a coil is there, Dromino? Who are those at the gate? Let my master in, Luce. Faith, no, he comes too late. And so tell your master. Oh, Lord, I must laugh. Have at you with a proverb. Shall I set in my staff? Have at you with another. That's ten. Can you tell? If thy name be called Loose, Loose, thou hast answered him well. <laughs> Do you hear, you minion? You'll let us in, I hope. I thought to have asked you. And you said no. So come, help, well struck. There was blow for blow. Thou baggage, let me in. Can you tell for whose sake? 
master, knock the door hard. Let him knock till it ache. You'll cry for this minion if I beat the door down. What needs all that in a pair of socks in the town? Who is that at the door that keeps all this noise? By my troth, your town is troubled with unruly boys. Are you there, wife? You, you might have come before. Your wife, Sir Nave. Go get you from the door. If you went in pain, master, this knave would go sore. Here is neither cheer, sir, nor welcome. We would fain have either. In debating which was best, we shall part with neither. They stand at the door, master. Bid them welcome hither. There's something in the wind that we cannot get in. You would say so, master, if your garments were thin. Oh, your cake there is warm within. You stand in the cold. It would make a man mad as a book to be so bought and sold. <sighs> Go fetch me something. I'll break open the gate. Break any break in here and I'll break your knave's pate. A man may have a word with you, sir, and words are but wind. I am breaking in your face so he break it not behind. It seems thou wants breaking. Out upon thee, hind. <laughs> Here's too much. Out upon thee, I pray thee, let me in. Aye, when fowls have no feather and fish have no fin. Well, I'll break in. Go borrow me a crow. A crow without a feather? Master, mean you so? For a fish without a fin, there's a fowl without a feather. If a crow will help us in, sir, I will pluck a crow together. Go get thee gone. Fetch me an iron crow. Have patience, sir. Oh, let it not be so. Herein you war against your reputation and draw within the compass of suspect the unviolated honor of your wife. Once this, your long experience of her wisdom, her sober virtue, years and modesty, plead on her part some cause to you unknown. And doubt not, sir, but she will well excuse why at this time the doors are made against you. Be ruled by me. Depart in patience. And let us to the tiger all to dinner. And about evening come yourself alone to know the reason of this strange restraint. If by strong hand you offer to break in now in the stirring passage of the day, a vulgar comet will be made of it. And that supposed by the common route against your yet ungalled estimation that you may with foul intrusion enter in and dwell upon your grave when you are dead. For slander lives upon succession, forever housed where it gets possession. You have prevailed. I will depart in quiet, and in despite of mirth, mean to be merry. I know a wench of excellent discourse, pretty and witty, wild and yet too gentle. There will we die. This woman, that I mean my wife, but I protest without desert, hath oftentimes upbraided me withal. To her will we go to dinner. Get you home and fetch the chain. By this I know tis made. Bring it, I pray you, to the porpentine. For there's the house. That chain will I bestow, uh, be it for nothing but to spite my wife, <laughs> upon mine hostess there. Good sir, make haste. Since mine own doors refuse to entertain me, I'll knock elsewhere to see if they'll disdain me. I'll meet you at that place some hour hence. Do so. Ugh, this jest will cost me some expense.
And may it be that you have quite forgot a husband's office. Shall Antipholus, even in the spring of love thy love springs rot? Shall love in building grow so ruinous? If you did wed my sister for her wealth, then for her wealth's sake use her with more kindness. Or if you like elsewhere, do it by stealth. Muffle your false love with some show of blindness. Let not my sister read it in your eye. Be not thy tongue thy own shame's orator. Look sweet, be fair, become disloyalty. Apparel vice like virtue's harbinger. Bear a fair presence though your heart be tainted. Teach sin the carriage of a holy saint. Be secret false. What need she be acquainted? What simple thief brags of his own attaint? Tis double wrong to truant with your bed, and let her read it in thy looks at board. Shame hath a bastard fame well managed. Ill deeds are doubled with an evil word. Alas, poor women, make us but believe, being compact of credit, that you love us. Though others have the arm, show us the sleeve. We in your motion turn, and you may move us. Then, gentle brother, get you in again. Comfort my sister. Cheer her. Call her wife. Tis holy sport to be a little vain when the sweet breath of flattery conquers strife. Sweet mistress, what your name is else I know not, nor by what wonder you do hit of mine, less in your knowledge and your grace you show not than our earth's wonder, or than earth divine. Teach me, dear creature, how to think and speak. Lay open to my earthy gross conceit, smothered in errors, feeble, shallow, weak, the folded meanings of your word deceit. Uh, against my soul's pure truth, why labor you to make it wander in an unknown field? Are you a god? Would you create me new? Transform me then, and to your power I'll yield. But if that I am I, then well I know your weeping sister is no wife of mine, nor to her bed no homage do I owe. Far more, far more to you do I decline. Oh, train me not, sweet mermaid, with thy note, to drown me in thy sister's flood of tears. Sing, siren, for thyself, and I will dote. Spread o'er the silver waves thy golden hairs, and as a bed I'll take them and there lie. And in that glorious supposition think he gains by death that hath such means to die. Let love being light be drowned if she sink. What? Are you mad that you do reason so? Not mad, but mated. How, I do not know. It is a fault that springeth from your eye. For... Gazing on your beams, fair son, being by. Gaze where you should, and that will clear your sight. As good to wink, sweet love, as look on night. Why call you me, love? Call my sister so. Thy sister's sister. That's my sister. No, it is thyself, thine own self's better part. Mine eyes clearer, my dear heart's dearer heart, my food, my fortune, and my sweet hope's aim. My soul, earth's heaven, and my heaven's claim. All this my sister is, or else should be. Call thyself sister, sweet, for I am thee. Thee will I love, and with thee lead my life. Thou hast no husband yet, nor I no wife. Give me thy hand. Oh, soft air, hold you still. I'll fetch my sister to get her goodwill. 
But how now, Dromeo? Where runst thou so fast? Do you know me, sir? Am I Dromeo? Am I your man? Am I myself? Uh, uh... <laughs> Thou art Dromeo. Thou art my man. Thou art thyself. I am an ass. I'm a woman's man, and besides myself... What woman's man? And how besides thyself? Besides thyself. Mary, sir, besides myself, I am due to a woman, one that claims me, one that haunts me, one that will have me! <laughs> what claim lays she to thee? Mary, sir, such claim as you would lay to your horse, and she would have me as a beast. <laughs> Not that I, being a beast, she would have me, but that she, being a very beastly creature, lays claim to me. What is... what is she? A very reverent body. I, such a one as a man, may not speak of it without he say, Sir Reverence, I have but lean luck in the match. Yet, she is a wondrous fat marriage. Huh. How dost thou mean a fat marriage? Mary, sir, she's the kitchen wench and all grease, and I know not what use to put her to but to make a lamp of her and run from her by her own light. I warrant her rags and the tallow in them will burn a Poland winter. If she lives till doomsday, she'll burn a week longer than the whole world. What complexion is she of? Swart, like my shoe. But her face nothing half so clean-kept. For why? She sweats. A man may go over shoes in the grime of it. That's a fault that water will mend. No, sir, tis in grain. Noah's flood could not do it. What's her name? Nell, sir. But her name and three quarters, that's an L and three quarters, could not measure her from hip to hip. Ah, uh, then she bears some breadth. No longer from head to foot than from hip to hip. She is spherical like a globe. I could find out countries in her. Uh-huh. In what part of her body stands Ireland? Mary and her buttocks. I found it out by the bogs. Where's Scotland? I found it by the barrenness, hard in the palm of the hand. Where France? In her forehead, armed and reverted, making war against her heir. Where England? I looked for the chalky cliffs, but I could find no whiteness in them. But I guess it stood in her chin, by the salt room that ran between France and it. Where Spain? Faith, I saw it not, but I felt it hot in her breath. Where America, the Indies? Oh, sir, upon her nose, all or embellished with rubies, carbuncles, sapphires, declining their rich aspect to the hot breath of Spain, who sent whole armados of carracks to be ballast at her nose. Where stood Belgia, the Netherlands? Oh, sir, I did not look so low. <laughs> oh, to conclude, this drudge or diviner laid claim to me, called me Dromeo, swore I was assured to her, told me what privy marks I had about me as the mark of my shoulder, the mole in my neck, the great wart on my left arm, that I, amazed, ran from her as a witch. And I think if my breast had not been made of faith and my heart of steel, she'd have transformed me to a curdled dog and made me turn in the wheel. Go high thee presently, post of the road. And if the wind blow any way from shore, I will not harbor in this town tonight. If any bark put forth, come to the mart, where I will walk till thou return to me. If everyone knows us, and we know none, tis time, I think, to trudge, pack, and be gone. 
As from a bear, a man would run for life. So fly I from her that would be my wife. There's none but witches do inhabit here. And therefore, tis high time that I were hence. She doth call me husband. Even my soul doth for a wife abhor. But her fair sister, possessed with such a gentle, sovereign grace, such enchanting presence and discourse, hath almost made me traitor to myself. But lest myself be guilty to self-wrong, I'll stop mine ears against the mermaid's song. Master Antiphilus. Ah, that's my name. I know it well, sir. Lo, here is the chain. I thought to obtain you at the porpentine. The chain unfinished made me stay thus long. Uh, huh. What is your will that I shall do with this? What please yourself, sir, I have made it for you. Made it for me, sir? I bespoke it not. Not once nor twice, but twenty times you have. Go home with it, and please your wife withal, and soon at supper time I'll visit you, and then receive my money for the chain. Whoa, 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 I pray you, sir, receive the money now, for fear you ne'er see chain nor money more. You are a merry man, sir. Fare you well. What, what I should think of this I cannot tell, but this I think... There's no man is so vain that will refuse so fair an offered chain. I see a man here needs not live by shifts when in the streets he meets such golden gifts. Halt to the mart, and there for Dromeo stay if any ship put out, then straight away. Dependent Shakespeare, also known as The Wild Bill Variety Show. Comedy of Errors, Act 3. Featuring the voice talents of Pete Milan as Antiphilus of Syracuse, Mindy Rast Keenan as Dromeo of Syracuse, Dave Morgan as Antiphilus of Ephesus, Christopher Gilstrap as Dromeo of Ephesus, Rochelle Hager as Luciana, Aiden Rudd as Angelo, Amber Lee as Luce. Bill McKenzie as Balthazar, and Catherine Pride as Adriana. Written by William Shakespeare. Adapted for audio by Colin Kelly. Directed by Landon Bell. Assistant Director Sven Halverson. Music by Landon Bell of soundcloud.com slash Landon Bell. L-A-N-D-O-N-B-E-A-L-L. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2015, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. I'm now a madman without peevish sheep. What ship of epidamnum stays for me? Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare... Thou drunken slave, I sent thee for a rope, 
and told thee to what purpose and what end. You sent me for a rope's end as soon you sent me to the bay, sir, for a bark. Where is the master, Dromeo? Is he whale? No. He's in tartar limbo, worse than hail. Well met, well met, Master Antipolis. I see, sir, you have found the goldsmith now. Is that the chain you promised me today? Oh, Satan, avoid. I charge thee, tempt me not. Master, is this mistress... Satan? It is the devil. God, for thy mercy, they are loose again. And come with naked colts. Let's call more help to have them bound again. Bullets will fly. Away. They'll kill us. Only at PendantAudio.com.